Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. If you've not been here before, did you know there's heaps of episodes? So many. Just hit like or subscribe and you can listen to them all. All of them. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Room. Which one is A wearing a spangly outfit and B not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous, the podcast where we talk about the movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, amongst other things. My name is Kyron Wheatley. Oh, Nicholson. I'm Georgia Mooney, and today we're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming Queen. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are losers. So to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Just don't do anything I would do, and definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. Oh. All right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. All right, kid. Good luck out there. I'm feeling rough, I'm feeling Listen, I know school sucks. Peter, you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you want to save the world, but you're not ready yet. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling. Stay close to the ground and stay out of trouble. Forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. I'm sick of him treating me like a kid all the time. But you are a kid. This is my chance to prove myself. Reese Nicholson, tell us what Spider-Man Homecoming Queen's about. (laughs) 
in a world where 15-year-olds look 22 and for some reason an executive was like, yeah, I reckon let's take another swing at a totally at a to- and totally rebooting Spider-Man for the third time in 17 years. In the first run of the movies, Aunt May was played by 93-year-old character actor Rosemary Harris, then Sally Field, and now Marissa Tomei. I've heard for the next reboot, Margot Robbie's much younger sister is up for the role. Great. Michael Keaton continues his niche thing of playing crazed men who can fly. And I'm pretty yes. sure the web is a metaphor for come. Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Hooray! Wow. What a, that's a, a dense and elongated uh, s- s- synopsis today, Reese. <laughs> I've had some time. Much longer than normal. <laughs> I've had some time to myself to really think about these movies. I'm in. I, Is that because you're in hotel quarantine? I'm in hotel quarantine. <laughs> I'm here to do. A, I'm doing a panel show, and I'm. It's. I'm only. I've been here for so long. I mean, I've only been here for three days, and I've lost my fucking mind. Oh boy. <laughs> Today, oh, we're allowed to go for a walk, so it's already better than what I thought it was going to be. I will, I'll preface all of this. It was better. It's so much better than I thought it was going to be. Is it just a little spin around the car park, though? What's your walk? I've been walking around a car well, park. Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's, <laughs> Reese, it is going to be harder to complain about this to anyone in the world than Georgia, who had to do it for much longer and she had yeah, it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. uh, excuse me. Yeah, that's true. Get back to me. So, who wins here? That's true. That's true. Yeah, I... Um, I was yeah. doing it uh, in. I think I win. I, I today I w- walked uh, seven over seven thousand steps around a car park. Wow, <laughs> that's actually such a good effort. <laughs> oh, how many laps was oh, that? Crazed. It was over two. It was over two different. But times. what are we talking about here? Yeah, is it like a six-floor multi-deck multiplex no, car no, park? No, 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 no. It's um. He's just got tiny, quick little legs. I have long legs, thank you very much. And I've been, and they're only getting longer because I'm. Or would they get shorter? I guess from walking around because the weight of my body is pushing down. Oh God, I'm getting shorter. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. They got you sleeping on a rack, so you're fine. <laughs> You'll stretch out. I also Reese loves a rack. I also per- <laughs> they don't let me have that in here. Famously, oh, that's my favorite quarantine. I was kind of reading. I was trying to work out what's the quarantine. What's it going to be like? And I found a news story a couple of weeks ago about a man in, uh, of course, it was Australia, who got sent. <laughs> his friend dropped him off some meth in a McDonald's cheeseburger. Like okay. the guy dropped it off. For- Did you get any of that, Georgia? Did you get <laughs> no, any methamphetamines oddly. dropped off to you? No, no, just no. COVID in a. However, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> just COVID in a jet. This yeah. guy, like pretending to be an Uber Eats person, was clearly mm-hmm. so dodgy looking that the federal police at the door were like, "We're gonna have a look through this burger," and they had a little wander <laughs> through the burger, and What's there was a couple bags of meth in there, and in the in the thick shake was just <laughs> bags and bags of meth. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, wow. But, like, my thing wow. has been how bored I am in here. Like, I've been, I've got work to do and stuff, and, I, you know, I've been going on my um, pilgrimage around the car park. But at the mm. same time, at no point do I want any uppers in here. No. I'm trying my hardest not to drink as well in here, and it's tough because mm-hmm. you've you got to walk past the area where you pick up wine if you've ordered wine. You have to walk past it on your oh. way out to the car park. And I, I would consider white wine an upper. <laughs> mm. yeah, well, no. you got your peppermint tea there Yeah, when I go out for my yard time 
It's not. I, I packed as if it was jail. <laughs> in the quadrangle. And just try not yeah. to get shivved by a, a child. Um, the weirdest thing, because they, they just keep giving out chalk to people. So the car park is full of these, like, what? drawings. But they're from people from weeks ago, some of them. So they're kind of fading away. So they're kind of like these kind of ancient cave paintings, but from Bev. Wow. They're tra- tracing the bodies like a crime scene. Some of the, Most of them are just traced bodies. Um <laughs> A bit disconcerting. A couple of them that people have just drawn dicks on. I saw today I'd noticed on a wall <laughs> that I haven't walked past before. You know that things are tough when on day four you're walking past a wall. Oh, I haven't seen that wall before. <laughs> um, there was an alphabet and one to ten drawn on it. And it's like, is this a school? Oh, wow. Have they set up a school here? <laughs> yeah. I love that they've tried to give you a bit of a creative... Outlet, yeah. Yeah, but it's just really scraping. There's <laughs> not much effort's gone into <laughs> no. it. Yeah, give him a stick of chalk. Go around the car park. I saw, a, I saw a child just chewing on the chalk and the dad <laughs> made eye contact with me and just kind of went, <sighs> and I was like, no, get that chalk out of that baby's mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> No, he got it in a McDonald's yeah. meal, came in the burger, and there was just yeah. thick shake, just stuffed full of chalk. So Spider-Man is a movie that we've all watched. Yeah. I watched it in quarantine. So let me talk a little bit more about quarantine. <laughs> but you've mentioned this, Reese, already, but let's sort this out. We can be attracted to Tom Holland because he's not 15 or we can't because Peter Parker is. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? He's 22. <gasps> he's 20. I looked at the dates today. And look okay, at this yeah. weird meeting of the pedophiles. <laughs> Here we are on our screens. All zooming together. Now, now I'm just checking. 20 federal police. Better close my other tabs. federal police having a look, having a listen and a watch of this Zoom call. Uh, is he the right age? Because um, I thought he was meant to be like... At least 18. Like, I'm not... It's not like I'm like, whoa, whoa. But it's like, oh, that's an attractive man. That's a good-looking person. But homecoming... Is homecoming, like, year 10? Is that meant to be sort of, like, year 10? But is he 16, 15? She said he's 15 at one point. He's 15. 15, They say he's 15. She makes a puberty joke. The film pretty much opens with the gratuitous topless shot. Like, it's basically the first shot of the film is him... Changing, yeah. yeah, 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 and it's weird seeing someone so young, so ripped. It is a mm. bit confusing. Yeah, and he and Tom Holland hasn't got it into his deal yet that he only has to do it once. Yeah, <laughs> so it happens like three or four times through the movie. So they're constantly reminding you how attractive this guy is, yeah. and then fifteen, fifteen. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Then they say 15. Yeah. It's like some sort of treatment. So, but he's, of course, he's not. Of course, the body that you're looking at is not. No, he's 22. But you're meant to be perceiving him as a as a minor. I mean, we're not being exactly. forced to, like, we're not in court right now. We're not being forced to talk about this. <laughs> like, we, you know, because, <laughs> because um, you know, he looks that way, but, but and we've been told <laughs> by the movie. It's not our fault, Your Honour. Yeah. <laughs> But I do think everyone's meant to feel this way about it. Like, I think it is... Because Peter Parker in the comic books, my understanding of it is he is like a a teenager. Like, he is like a kid. And I think it is meant to be... It's meant to be a metaphor. I know I made the the cum joke earlier, but it is a metaphor for puberty, I think. Like, the... X-Men is a metaphor for um, all the phobias, like racism, homophobia stuff, because mm. they, they, it's a mutation of some sort that no one understands and people are trying to cure it. Mm. And this is meant to be like his body changes and he doesn't understand and he's shooting stuff out. And that's puberty. <laughs> it goes all over the walls. Sometimes you do it in front of classmates and you feel embarrassed. <laughs> Very sticky. <laughs> do you think that in this movie Michael Keaton looks like the sort of person who might have stormed the Capitol building? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that fair to say? 
Well, yeah, I mean, Aaron Sorkin's writing the script for that movie right now, so I'm sure, undoubtedly. It does feel like this one's kind of the kids' movie. Mm. You know, this is like Nickelodeon Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, I'm into it. kind of like the way they introduce that, where at the start they have all the swelling music over the Paramount or, you know, whatever it is, Sony, over the Sony titles, and then it lands on a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And so from the very start, they've got that, this isn't that movie immediately. I think that was really, really good. Really throws you in there. And then giving it to Penis Parker <laughs> to like in his his selfie cam, mm. opening the movie with all that. Well, I just thought it was so much fun and a really great way of like having an unboxing video for the yeah. suit was so much fun and such a clever way of saying this is for this different generation. Well, I think it's like mm. an acknowledgement as well that the, the Marvel movies had have become like a little bit grown up by that point. Like, um, Iron Man, I think we can all agree, <laughs> was not a grown-up movie. And then they kind <laughs> of aged with that first audience and became quite dark. It's, like, yeah. it's almost like the, um, the Harry Potter movies by the last ones were so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know there was an elevator in the Washington Monument. <laughs> I thought the same. I, That's something I learned. I didn't yeah. know. I thought it was just, I didn't even know you could go in there. Neither. I thought it was just no a idea. big obelisk. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Didn't even know it was hollow. Yeah, thought it was solid rock. But there's nothing to see, like... Nothing to see once you're up there. There only seems like there's tiny windows when you're up there, but it's otherwise just sort of going in a tube. And maybe that's the metaphor of the sperm. Maybe that continues. Yeah, well, it's certainly a phallus, isn't it? And then it almost explodes from the top. Well, it does. Mm. So True. Yeah. True. It's good to find the dicks and everything. I do feel like these movies are sort of running out of, mon- like, there's always got to be a monument to destroy. And they're like, oh, what are we down to? Oh, the Washington Monument. Yeah, Fuck. That's true. What? Like, eventually it's just going to be a suburban house. It's just going to be like, where Jimmy Carter lives now. <laughs> or, you know, like, they're going to run out of places. Yes. Well, I've thought of that before with, because the difference between DC and Marvel, one of the differences is all of the DC ones are made up. Like it's Gotham and Metropolis and yeah. they're kind of metaphors for places. But mm. so you so you yeah. can just be like, we've got to get down to the archi- archetype uh, sculpture. Like, but here they've got to be kind <laughs> of like the, the, in the first Spider-Man movie that came out in 2002, they had to edit out a section where Spider-Man caught um, a helicopter between the Twin Towers oh. and they had to... Um, Snippy, snippy Ooh. those out. It was like a That's huge, a like, million-dollar mm. sequence, Why? apparently. Oh, I'll tell you off air. Oh. Um, when's it going to be, like, the Sydney Humber Bridge and the Opera House? That'd be cool. They always use that in disaster movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tidal wave. Never anything fun. They're just like, see, it's happening all over the world. <laughs> Even down there, which we never go to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they never show Melbourne because Melbourne just doesn't really have a monument. No. We have Flinders Street it's... Station. What are you talking about? Beautiful yeah, Flinders Street. Not, there's nothing globally recognisable. Yeah. Floating junkies. Fed Square? Fed Square. <laughs> Did you ever partake in the or participate in the um, T-shirt over long sleeves fashion? No. I, I've no. never handed out the big issue. <laughs> the Richard Kingsmill mainstay. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> But each time he gets a suit upgrade, it just seems to get tighter and shinier. Mm-hmm. That yeah. seems to be the whole shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my like my future husbands. What? What? Younger and yeah. This is my first husband, Kyron. <laughs> I always imagined being someone who talked about their second and third husbands. I always wanted a few. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind hyphenated. <laughs> like, I, you know, Reese Nicholson, Wheatley, Rockefeller, Vanderbilt. <laughs> okay, wow, you really are moving up. Wow. Kennedy. You have to go back in time for some of yeah. these. Yeah, there are no more Vanderbilts, I don't think. There's no more Vanderbilts. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get someone to change their name by Depol and then marry that. And by the way, these are all like I'm not gonna leave you, Karen. You'll be dead. Don't worry. Good. <laughs> yeah, at least you won't have to see it, Karen, because you'll have died young. Okay? It's fine. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this movie sometimes like was quite it felt long because there were so many bits. Like, it felt like the plot could have been kind of explored and more concisely. Yeah. <laughs> my, my friend slept through the whole boat scene and <laughs> it, it, it did not affect his <laughs> following of the plot <laughs> at all. That's not good. That's not a good comment on the editing, is yeah. it? Yeah. I like the Cap is just kind of like an annoying PDHPE teacher now via <laughs> mm. Zoom. That's very cute. There's a great piece of internet of Gwyneth Paltrow not knowing that she's in that movie. Oh. Yeah. She's, on John <laughs> Fa- right. she's on John Favreau's chef show. I think you mentioned this in another episode. They're cooking something and he's like, well, you know, when you're in Spider-Man and she goes like, I'm not in Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, you are. She's like, I think I'd know. And she's being kind of indignant about it. Like, I think I'd know. She's being very goop. Uh, I, th- I think I'd know if I was in Spider-Man. And then he said, yeah, no, we filmed it whatever day it was. I wonder how much money do you reckon she got for that day? Is it an all-round deal? I mean, who cares? Mm. But, like, is it like, oh, this is part of the contract for this thing? Or is it like, we'll give you 40 grand to come for the day? If I ever meet her, and I won't, I'll be drunk. And I'll be like, what what did you get for being a (laughs) Spider-Man? Do you have one of those eggs in right now? (laughs) And she will say, I wasn't in Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) One time at a restaurant, a waitress came up to me and said, how much money did they pay you for the movie Titanic? (laughs) (laughs) I've never never thought about how much you look like her, but God, you you do. (laughs) Did the person who came up to you legitimately think you were Kate Winslet or were were they making a joke that you look like Kate Winslet? Because what a horrific way... (laughs) To approach. <laughs> to approach yeah. Kate Winslet. Like if she actually thinks that you're Kate Winslet yeah. in that station, and she has, in her knowledge to her, walked up to Kate Winslet <laughs> and said, how much did you get paid for the Titanic? Maybe it was like, you should be spending more at my restaurant. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're clearly very rich. <laughs> no tip. Do you think about when Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man? And not all not as much as Tobe. Constantly thinking about that. That's most of my day is spent thinking about when Toby Maguire was spot. Not as much as Toby Maguire does. I reckon he sits oh. back in his double bed, King Single, and says, oh, I was Spider Man. <laughs> I think it's funny to think of him as being in the pussy posse. Pussy posse. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Remember that? You think it's funny to think of him in the pussy what, pussy posse. <laughs> What? Do you know the Pussy Posse? Okay, no, the no. Pussy Posse was like okay. Leo You DiCaprio's. are going to want to run on to Posse quickly <laughs> when yeah, you say yeah. a sentence like that. I did leave a gap. Um, so wow. did she. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Leo had like a gang of dudes and they used to um, shimmy and um, like wine and dine and sex their way around LA and New York and they were called oh. the Pussy Posse. 
Oh, that's um, deeply predatory. That's <laughs> yeah, it is. Awful. It is a bit. It was in the time, like those glorious pre-social media times where you yeah. can do whatever you want. Well, Tobey Maguire in the first Spider-Man, and this is getting us into our list, had one of the sexiest moments in a Marvel <gasps> movie when yes, he was that's dangling, which is where kissing in the rain comes, comes from. That is the one. Where he was dang- Whereas in this one, all that Tom Holland got was Ned. <laughs> When he's uh, when he's hanging upside down in his bedroom, but is that he sort of starts to lean in? Has none of the romance, was, none of the was rain. That a, nobody's wet. Was I wrong that they made a reference to it though? When he's dangling after the so. elevator, he's dangling yeah. upside down, and the computer yeah. says, "You should do it, kiss her," and then he falls. Yeah, and you're like, "No, that'd be yeah. the worst time, you weird sleazy computer yeah. lady." Yeah, <laughs> yep. This what? is why you're a robot and I'm a human. Yeah. It is the closest that we get to kissing in the rain. What about uh, small man, big machine? Um, well, yeah, the vulture. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I guess what we're realising is that's sort of the premise of all of these movies. Shut up. <laughs> it's the one thing I've brought to this podcast. Um, the Bechdel test? No. I don't no, think I don't so. think women talk to each other. <laughs> in There's this only, movie. I think, despite there being a lot of, Teenage girls in the cast who could ha- be chatting. There's that one scene where mm. in the gym, but the girls are being like, "Which Avenger do you have a crush on?" It's that. Yeah, it's mm. just that. Does MJ talk to Liz about the debate at all? Mm. Mm. Well, see, so. I think that the thrust of the Bechdel test isn't for us to sit around and desperately <laughs> hope there's a moment. <laughs> yeah, <No>. exactly. This <laughs> graping. I mean, to be fair, like, which Avenger do you have a crush on? Is pretty much this whole podcast for us. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, and I, I would say uh, one one good thing about this movie is like even though it's clearly written by boys, um, mm. there's no they don't fall into the trap of like a mean girl. All the girls seem to like each other. All the yeah. girls are smart. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all in like a athletics team. Like the most beautiful people at the yeah. school are in the nerdy team and are hanging and they're are friends. Like, oh my god! Yeah, hey, yeah. Ah, like yeah. they're not none of that. Yeah, Dang. even the popular girls really nice and smart mm. and like yeah, kind true. of saying, "Oh, I'm focusing on my future." So, do you think there is a bit of foreshadowing this then, Reese? Not like not Avengers level, but lots of like you know the suit would have been a thing. Like I'm not the type of person yeah. that is this obsessed with it, but there are different suits that people get obsessed with with Spider Man. Oh. Like there's different eras of suits. I think Dodgy Barry says. This is a movie is for simple minds and babies. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ubla Lele Kaka said, Seriously, the worst Spider-Man movie I've watched. Oh, silly. The first three movies, in my opinion, were the best. Oh. In this film, Peter Parker is portrayed as a hyperactive, silly and immature teenager. They make him seem very weak and dot, dot, dot. One out of Which ten. Which is what the comic books were. Like he was... Again, one out of ten. Stanley said Tom Holland is the closest... Uh, is the best portrayal of Peter Parker and how he imagined him when he created the comic book. Oh, ha! In your face, ooh la 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 But that's even... That, but that's funny because it shows you how fandom works, especially for these movies, because people, when he said that, fans were like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> old man. I, I wrote down Peter Parker for the first time. <laughs> Our opinions are the ones that really matter. <laughs> I think... I would be Spider-Man. If I had to be one of them, oh. if I had to be, if I was forced into a corner and someone said, you got to, mm-hmm. I think I'd be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. couple of reasons. I'd see you in them number tights. One, hey, hey. Number one, I'd love to see me in them <laughs> tights. Two, number two, reason number two, mm. clearly indestructible. 
he survives a plane crash on the outside of the plane. Yeah, mm. that's true. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that so he's clearly <laughs> yeah. like doesn't bleed at all. Well, spiders. Also, a building mm. collapses on him, like four layers of concrete. That's true. Sometimes you hit a spider, he though, and you're like, Why, how won't you die? Yeah. Indestructible. It's not invisibility, but you may as well be the way you can stick to any surface. Like you can go under tables and just yeah. so you kind of just. Is that the first thought you had? Is well, I could go under a table. You're <laughs> Spider Man. I love it when he's on the ceiling in in his little spider pose. Yeah, the circle. yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, or under the table, so, and then under a coffee table, and then also, of course, <laughs> you can fly because you've got the um the g- the jizz web. Jizz yeah. web. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I think I'd be Professor Strange, Doctor Strange, Professor Strange. He did some more work at uni. I think I'd be Doctor Strange. <laughs> Started teaching. Yeah, yeah. Took up a semester or two. Would you? That's interesting. Well, because you can just would you though? teleportation. I guess that's cool. But you'd be the shittest, and that's the shame. If I can fly, I can control time. Not really fly. Awkwardly float, I think. <laughs> he seems like he has to read a lot of big, dusty books constantly, which could be yeah, it's a bit true. of a drag. What about you, Georgia? The Hulk? It's <sighs> a really good question. She-Hulk? <laughs> no one wants to be the Hulk. No one. No one. Um, <sighs> Poor Mark Ruffalo. I don't know. It's a really tough one. I'm trying to remember all of them right now. Yeah, it's too, I think I'll have to decide that at the very end of the films. Rocket, what a tease. Ooh, <laughs> wow. So. so if that's not worth sticking around for, guys, I do <laughs> not know what is. The question for you, Georgia, where in the rankings would you like to put Spider-Man Homecoming? Where in the rankings? Maybe around number eight. At eight? Yeah, like kind of okay. halfway. Um, Mrs. Mooney didn't watch this one. What did your friend think? Yeah, no. Yeah, he said good nap. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Reese? Where about in the rankings would you like to put I'm it? I'm going to be the same. I'm going to put it um, number eight below Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, I think I liked it more okay. than okay. both of you. Mm-hmm. I put Captain America at five. What was that movie again? <laughs> I think I like this better than that. Mm. I'm putting it at five. Oh. Um, hey, good news. Next week, Thor Ragnarok. Yay. Oh. Is is my favourite one. Yeah, Taika Waititi done good job. Oh, sexy, sexy man. That will be in your podcast feeds next week. Like and subscribe. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe, please. I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger. If you iTunes. like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, YouTunes, <laughs> we all tunes for iTunes. Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as well. Like and review. You can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving. <laughs> Leaving a review of what you think of this show. What fun company to be in. It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute. If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually, Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.